everybody, it's Michael. If you could do me a favor and take 10 seconds to quickly subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review if you haven't done so already, it would mean the world to me if you could. I appreciate all of your feedback and support more than you could ever imagine. And without further delay, let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about self-confidence. And the reason I want to talk about self-confidence is because having self-confidence is incredibly important. It controls the way you feel about yourself, the way you feel about the world around you, and really it can make or break you. And as somebody who is trying to develop more and more self-confidence, I wanted to kind of share with you some of the tips that I am implementing in my life to become better each and every single day. This past week for me was huge in terms of self-confidence. And the reason for that is having dealt with an eating disorder in the past, I will admit that my teeth were impacted from it. I didn't have confidence in myself. I couldn't smile fully. And it really made it difficult to get closer to other people because I didn't want them to see my smile. I didn't want them to see like if I had holes in my teeth, I didn't want them to judge me for that because I already knew like I was going through these challenges on my own. I didn't need to be reminded of it by others. Therefore, I didn't see a dentist for like six years. I hadn't been to the dentist in six years. I knew my teeth were bad and having somebody go in my mouth, I didn't want them to judge me like the minute I opened my mouth to have my teeth cleaned. It really just began to eat away at me. This past week, though, I fixed that. (laughs) Um, I I can smile fully now, and I got to be honest and say that it's it's incredibly, incredibly humbling. Like the experiences that I have gone through, and I've never really been this proud of myself. I I don't want to say that in like an egotistical way, you know, sometimes having too much self-confidence can come off as egotistical. More so, I want to portray it in a way like I took that step. I overcame my fears. I overcame the doubts that I had against myself and really made myself my number one priority. You know, I, I took that first step in getting healthy and getting my smile back and getting that sense of confidence back so this past week you know having gone through that it's like wow i i never knew what i was missing i never knew like having white teeth or having a smile or just these little things that we sometimes take for granted i never knew how much it would actually impact my self-confidence so as i mentioned you know i i had gone to the dentist here and it was like my first first cleaning in six years. So the cavities, the cavities were there, but at the top of my teeth, because of the eating disorder in the past, like my teeth were actually starting to decay. That's why the cavities has set in. And I went and I think I got like six teeth redone or filled that like, that's how bad it was. And I still have more visits to go. Like that's the price you pay for not going to the dentist in six years, but you know what? It's progress. And that's what matters. I think that's what matters the most. So why is it important to have self-confidence? And first of all, first and foremost, what is self-confidence? So self-confidence is defined as a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. It is an attitude you have about yourself, and it's an attitude that you have about the world around you. You know, as I mentioned earlier, when you don't have self-confidence, 
any and every little task can seem daunting. You know, applying for a new job can feel like you're climbing a mountain. Uh, getting a project done on time or doing a presentation, whatever it might be, your self-confidence impacts all of that. When you don't have self-confidence, you don't come off as confident and really your work and your attitude, your overall demeanor reflect that. But when you have too much self-confidence, everybody knows that one egotistical person that can't stop talking about themselves. And it's just like, okay, you don't want to be that person either. So that's why you need to find a happy and healthy balance with self-confidence. It is important for your health and your psychological well-being. So having a healthy level of self-confidence can help you to become successful across all walks of life. This is, you know, professional uh, relationships, whether it's dating or your marriage. And then again, it really just makes you look at yourself a different way. You know, you can go stand in the mirror. Like for me, that was, that was probably the coolest thing all week was being able to go right up in front of a mirror and smiling at myself in the mirror. And just like this instant puff in my chest, like you just puff your chest out a little bit, you walk taller and you walk with confidence. Everybody knows what it feels like to walk with confidence. Sometimes we just forget what that sense of feeling is like. You know, turning on the camera today and talking to a camera, it's like, I can do this. I, I know that I can do this, and I have confidence in myself because I can smile again. I can have fun, and it's, you know, sometimes you do need to seek professional help for that, and that that's one of the things that I'm really, really glad I did. So, whether you are applying for a promotion or a new job or you finally muster up the strength to ask that one special person out on a date, um, believing, your, believing in yourself is truly the key to putting yourself out there and finding all success. So you might be asking yourself, why should I be listening to this random guy on the internet talk about self-confidence? What value is he possibly going to have on my life? And I, I honestly don't know. I don't know if you're going to find these tips of value. I don't know if they're going to resonate with you the same way they've resonated with me. I don't know if they're going to help you or not. You know, I think that's one of the things that is so important to realize is that everybody is different. Everybody is going to adapt to different techniques. Everybody is going to uh, reflect on different circumstances in their past, and they're going to resonate with you know, different people out there. So there isn't one size fits all for everybody. Sure, some of these tips might work for you. Maybe they don't. But I truly wish that I would have listened to more people out there talking about self-confidence. And especially when they mention these tips, you know, these are tips that anybody and everybody can do on a daily basis. And I think having implemented them and starting to actually focus on them, that has what has made the greatest impact on my life so far. And finally just getting that self-confidence back, like saying, Hey, I believe in myself. Like that, that's what I want everybody out there to realize is, or that's what I want everybody to experience is that feeling of self-belief where you can walk taller, you can act with confidence and really where you have this understanding and this belief that nothing you do is impossible. Now you're capable of anything and everything. So how do you actually get that level of self-confidence? And the first thing is to take care of yourself. This is probably what has helped me the most into gaining that level of self-confidence. It's something that seems so simple, but 
again, it's something that I wasn't doing. Sure, I was exercising. I had a nutritional diet that was probably healthier than 99% of other people out there, but I was failing to prioritize my teeth and to taking preventative care and going to the dentist every six months. You know, I went 10 times and didn't go for six years. So that is part of self-care, you know, going for your um, preventative or your physicals, going to get your teeth clean, your eye exams. All of these things are to help you. They're to help you gain confidence in yourself to not fix what's wrong because I don't think like having your teeth cleaned or having contacts is anything to be wrong. Um, But they really just help you to take care of your body and to prioritize your needs. Like these are all things that we need to really start prioritizing more. At least I do. And I know that. Um, So for me, you know, taking care of my teeth and taking that initial step of going to the dentist, you know, that, that was the first step of self-care. Not only that, but I recently started reaching out to a therapist again. That's something I hadn't done in an additional six years, you know, and it's because I want my mind to be right. I want my body to feel right. And I know that I have tried on my own for the last six years to do that, where it's like taking care of my own mindset and my own body. But as good as I was at doing that, I, it also there was also room for improvement, room for improvement that only a professional could help with. And so that's why I reached out to the dentist. That's why I reached out to a therapist. You know, take those preventative measures and really just take care of yourself. Make yourself your own number one priority. And you know, the truth is, it's it's so hard to feel good about yourself when you're abusing your body. Even the smallest things can negatively impact how you feel about yourself, whether that's, you know, your fingers or uh, rashes or anything for that matter. Like it, it sounds so silly to talk about, but it's so true. We all have those one things, whether it is a tiny little pimple on our face that can negatively impact our self-confidence. That's why you need to take care of your body because the more you can avoid those, the more confidence you're going to have in yourself. So that is, that's really the number one thing that's helped me both physically and mentally. And it's, I just can't even begin to express how much I've enjoyed smiling this week. You know, I can actually go out in public and for the first time in six years can smile a full smile and I left, I remember leaving the dentist's office wanting to cry because like, that's how happy I was. That's how happy I was to finally be able to smile and to finally have that boost of confidence that I had been searching for. The second thing is to stop comparing yourself to others. You know, comparison is the thief of all joy. You've probably been told that before. You're going to be told, oh gosh, you're going to be told it again. Comparison is the absolute thief of all joy. And this is this was especially true for me, you know, when I was at my lowest, I would constantly look into the lives of others and be like, you know, why do they have something I don't have? What makes them better than me? Why can't my life be as perfect as theirs are? And this is a thing where social media can get us down because it's so easy to open up your phone, pop on Instagram, pop on Facebook and look directly into the lives of others. What we fail to realize in that moment of time is that we're only getting a glimpse of the positives in the lives of others. We're only getting a glimpse as to the high points of their life. 
You know, if you think about it, you aren't going to post anything negative on social media or anything like depressing about your life because you don't want other people to judge you or to think your life's depressing, do you? So it's going to be the same concept for others. They're only going to post the stuff that's going to get liked, that's going to get shared, that other people are going to make them envious. It's just a way for other people to be like, wow, you know, really just be envious of the lifestyle you have. That's probably why people post on social media. And that's why it's important to know when you're comparing yourself to other people. You know, pay attention to the times you're comparing your wealth, your accomplishments, your success, your relationships, your attributes, whatever that might be. Pay attention to all of those times that you find yourself comparing your life to the lives of others. And odds are it's probably going to be when you're scrolling on social media. So thinking that other people are better or have you know, more than you do is only going to cause you to feel remorseful on yourself instead of beating yourself up for not being good enough or not having the life that others have really just know that you're only getting a glimpse of somebody's highs. You're essentially comparing your beginning to somebody else's ending. And as we all know, that's not the way to achieve self-confidence. That's only going to erode any of the confidence that you have. So I, I just caution you to you know, really just focus on the high points in your life and not to jump onto social media and instantly become envious. But instead of like becoming envious, saying, wow, that person looks like they're having fun. Be proud of them. You know, be proud for them. I think that's that's something that we all need to do a better job of is just like not being envious of other people, but just being happy for them and for what they're going through in that moment of time. The third thing is to confront your fears. This is hard. This this is really hard. I got to be honest and say my biggest fear was or some of my biggest fears have been going to the dentist and seeing a therapist. Those are two things that I didn't want to do because I don't know. I don't want other people judging my life already more you know, than other people have in the past. I, I don't know if I trust professionals enough where obviously you're told they're not going to judge you and that they're there to help you but you never really know there's always that sense of doubt in the back of your mind where if a dentist opens up your mouth they're probably thinking wow what the f is wrong with this person or if a therapist you know if you're talking to a therapist you never know when they're just thinking wow this person's life is really messed up why am i here talking to them i mean these are just some of the things that i think of um yeah, you know, I, I just don't know. But that's that's the thing with fear. Fear is one-sided. It's there to, you know, keep us safe and to keep us comfortable, but we never know when our fears are actually stopping us from achieving something or potentially living a better life. You know, I had these fears of going to a dentist and these fears of seeing a therapist to the point where they stopped me from living a better life. I didn't know that going to the dentist and seeing a therapist was going to make me feel the way that I do today. All I know is that I finally reached that breaking point where I was sick and tired of, you know, walking around with no confidence that I knew I had no other option. If I wanted my life to change, the only thing that I could do was physically change it. And that was done by seeking professional help. So how do you confront your fears and really overcome them? I think it's important to first take baby steps. You know, don't throw yourself into the middle of an ocean expecting to swim back to shore. You know, start out in the kiddie pool 
if that analogy makes any sense whatsoever. Um, Start small. Start with your smallest fear and work towards overcoming that. Build that muscle of confidence saying like, yeah, I overcame that fear. Now I'm going to tack on another fear. Now I'm going to tack on a bigger fear. Because once you start tacking on fears or start overcoming your smallest fears, you're really going to gain that confidence in yourself to say, wow, this is easy. I can do this. There isn't anything that I can't achieve. And I think that that in and of itself, that feeling of knowing there isn't anything you can't achieve, that's so important and so valuable. Like if you can feel that way the vast majority of the time, you are going to be unstoppable. That doesn't mean you shouldn't prepare or practice, of course. Um, but it also is a way to encourage you not to wait until you're 100% ready or waiting for the right time. Because as we all know, there is no right time. The right time was yesterday. And as seen as yesterday is not an option any longer, take the next best option, which is today. So today, make that commitment to yourself. Overcome that small fear. Do something that your previous self wouldn't have done. Flex your muscles a little bit more and take that leap of faith, you know, it might be a small one, but it's going to help reinstill that confidence in you. The fourth, the fourth thing is to focus on your strengths and on your past success. So when you're, con- when you're lacking confidence, you're thinking of what could I have done differently or what is this person looking for? What do they want to see out of me? And really, I've noticed that when I'm experiencing doubt or a lack of confidence, I get so worked up about what is currently going on that I forget to reflect and reminisce on all that I have done right in life. And the thing is, with all that I've already overcome in life, there isn't any single obstacle that will be tougher than what I've already overcome. There isn't any single challenge that I'm going to endure in life that is stronger than the sum of the challenges I have already dealt with in the past. And once you have this understanding and this belief that you do have the strength, granted it might not have been at once, but you have overcome all of the challenges that life has currently presented you with and you are where you are today. Like you have gotten this far in life. For me, I've gotten to age 27. I've gone through college. I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with an eating disorder. I've dealt with being judged in the past. Like I've dealt with all of these things. No, it wasn't all at once, but because I have dealt with all of them, some of them simultaneously, I know that all of those challenges combined are far stronger than any single challenge that I have overcome in the past. And if I've overcome those in the past, really that helps instill that belief that there isn't anything I can't achieve. So sometimes we just need to take a step back, reflect on all that we have achieved, reflect on the success that we've had in life, and really use that to help propel us forward. The fifth and final thing is to embrace your doubts. This Nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about embracing your doubts or embracing you know, your weaknesses. And here's the thing. I'm going to be completely honest and sound like a total dweeb or dork or whatever you want to say. Um, I talked to my boss about my lack of self-confidence in dating. And you know, he's like, for somebody who is so confident in their work and the work that they do, how is it that you lack this confidence in dating? How don't you see how good you are? And I looked and 
I knew the answer. The answer was my teeth, my mental health, and my physical health, everything like that. And really what he told me stuck with me, and it was a fantastic piece of advice. And he said, you know, you have to look at it like this. You know, whether you ask somebody out and get rejected or you ask them out and, you know, they become your wife or they become your spouse, you're winning either way. Whether you get rejected or whether you win, you're winning either way. The rejection comes because you're learning how to better yourself. You're learning what steps you can take to grow on the person you were today into who you want to become tomorrow. You know, the failures yesterday are only going to make you stronger today. The failures you make today are only going to make you stronger tomorrow. You just have to choose to perceive it that way. And, you know, if you take that chance in yourself and win, well, that's a win. I don't think anybody would complain about that, but that's just how you have to see it because it's the truth. Everything that you've overcome yesterday, all of the fears that you've overcome, all of the chances that you took on yourself yesterday, all of those are going to help you to become a stronger individual today. The challenges that you experienced yesterday are going to become easier to deal with today. The challenges you experienced today are going to become easier to deal with tomorrow. You just have to continue to progress and move forward. You know, don't try to knock it out of the park and hit a home run every time you lack self-confidence. Instead, simply try to become 1% better. Becoming 1% better over the course of a year is, what is that, like 365 times better? Think about being 365 times better than you were today. Like, that is crazy. We just get so caught up in wanting to take the easy way out and wanting to have this instantaneous gratification that we forget life is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, you're not going to overcome each and every single one of your fears today. There's just no way that's going to happen. So break it down into steps and know, like, what are the small things that you can do today that are going to help you the most in the long run? And that, that's a very, very valuable lesson to have. So embrace your doubts. Embrace your doubts because either way, it's going to make you a better person. It's going to help you become stronger. It's going to help you become or to develop that confidence muscle that, we're, we're talk, that we were talking about earlier. And really, it's just going to help you find that success that you want in all areas of your life. So that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. If you did enjoy again, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Definitely helps uh, the channel and the podcast grow. I appreciate all of the feedback and support more than you realize. I, I truly do. So I hope this helped. I hope you learned a thing or two. And now it's time to go out and apply what you learned so that you can become better and join me in this journey of living freely. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care, stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.